0: news from the breach a dragon prince podcast i'm kaylee and i'm here with dan hello and yannick hey and today we're going to talk about chapter 3 moonrise and chapter 4 bloodthirsty from the first season of the dragon prince book moon first of all i'm going to give a short synopsis of what happens in these two chapters and then we're going to get into the juicy details chapter 3 moonrise Rayla, Ezrin, and Callum decide to return the egg to the dragons to prevent war. Claudia tries to stop them, but Callum traps her and they escape. They try to convince Runan and then Viren to stop the war, but they're too stubborn to listen. The three or four, including Bait, are forced to flee with the egg as the other assassins begin their assault. The assassins are defeated and Runan is captured, but not not before they kill King Harrow and Chapter 4, Bloodthirsty. King Harrow is cremated, and Viren, appointing himself Lord Protector, declares war on the elves. Callum develops his magical talents using the rare primal stone of sky magic that he stole from Claudia. The three fugitives arrive at the Bantha Lodge to search for Callum's magic cube. They are surprised by General Amaya, Ezrin and Callum's aunt. Amaya fights Rayla, and the three have to make a sneaky escape. Whoa.
1: Yeah. I have to say, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting a bit intense. Yeah. (laughs) It was very difficult for me to stop after just two episodes.
2: I can imagine.
1: Yeah. So, this coup for the throne, I have so many, so many theories. I'm going to save it for a bit later, but we were introduced to quite a bit in these two episodes, magic wise, lore wise, you name it. Yeah. I'm excited that we got to see a new a new primal rune. I, I don't know exactly know what they're called.
0: The primal stone. Uh, no, the. You the mean primal the s-
1: stone, yes, but the there was an additional rune. Yeah, that was the spells. Introduced. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, we had in the first episode fulminus, which is the lightning spell. Yes. And yeah, that was a new rune because of course in the last episode we'd seen Aspiro the yeah. wind rune and yeah and we saw lots more dark magic this time as well mm-hmm. right
1: yes much more three three instances that i can that i that i n- made notes about Claudia with her smoke wolves um Viren with stealing Callum's voice wow that was mm-hmm. dark <laughs> well, I, I'm so torn because with chapter three, it starts out and it's very a very concerned Viren discussing with Claudia about how King Harrow doesn't want to do the soul swap with the soul fang serpent and his reminiscence of when he first became king. And yep. how he considers him a brother. And there was clearly some animosity has been building over time. They clearly had a much better history than, you know, current situation.
0: Definitely. Well, I
2: think uh, since the, uh, the egg stealing.
1: Well, honestly, as, a, as, a, as a, a virgin viewer, so to speak, I definitely think it has a direct tie to his reliance on mm-hmm. dark magics. I have a feeling that the dark magic is are kind of altering him. That's just my my little yeah. feeling based on what I what what you what what is alluded to.
0: Yeah, and we saw um in the long prologue uh, from the first episode as well. We already talked about it. Um sorry, the first chapter. <laughs> um we already talked about how the wizard on the mountain who was doing dark magic, he he looked like physically ill from from doing yeah. it. So can only assume that 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 would happen to anyone who used True. dark magic for a long yeah. time yeah.
1: not to mention if you're using a magic and it makes your eyes glow purple and then turn yeah. black mm-hmm. baby that cannot be good <laughs> and <laughs> I
2: think also the veins uh, went bluish purplish
0: yeah they had like vein like purpley veins yeah. going all down their arms and all over their yeah. face and Definitely not good.
1: I have to say that the the visual storytelling is very effective. Whomever was in their art department that said, "Okay, when they're going to, you know, extinguish the life of a mythical creature, a mystical creature, to pull this magic from it, they're going to, it's going to visibly be disgusting." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I have to applaud them Mm -hmm. for doing so.
0: Definitely.
2: Uh, so, Dan, you said something about three um, uh, spells or three uh, instances of dark magic. You only named
1: two. Oh, the Those were only in, in uh, chapter three. But in chapter four, mm-hmm. Claudia crushes a poor mm. bug beetle thing and creates fire using dark magic yeah. as well. What's also quite interesting is I watch each episode with the subtitles on aid because I I like to take notes and I like to make sure that I'm spelling names correctly and spells correctly because you know like most fantasy it's it tends to be a little (laughs) on the huh (laughs) you spell that how side of things (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I found it I find it quite interesting as well that anytime that they're using a primal magic at least maybe I'm reading a little too far into this anytime that they're using a primal magic they make a point to show exactly how they're spelling. But anytime that they're using a dark magic, <laughs> it's always indistinct chanting.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah, evil whisper.
2: Yeah. <laughs> whisper. Whisper, 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 So whisper. I can say something about that. I read about it and you can also hear it quite well that it's backwards. So
1: really? Okay, I didn't catch on to
2: that. Oh.
0: Yeah. That's that totally clever. makes yeah. sense.
2: So Claudia in the, the first uh, scene when she was in chains and uh, she...
1: Trying to turn them into snakes? Huh? <laughs> so, Trying to turn them into snakes?
2: No. Uh, uh, to send the wolves, yeah. uh, she said something. So it's called Smoky Resurrection Spell. And <laughs> okay. she said something like, Three keys, yuxum... Niaga, Esir, Fo Sa. and it means Ash okay. of Fallen, Rise Again, Smoky Seekers.
0: Mm. Wow, Yannick, That's doing cool. a bit of that
1: deep diving into the lore. I yeah, love it.
2: Thanks a lot to the uh, Dragon Prince uh, fandom and uh, the wiki, <laughs> because otherwise I wouldn't have yeah. got it.
1: Be, be happy you're allowed to actually look at the Dragon Prince yeah, wiki. Yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's true. Full of spoilers. It's awful.
0: <laughs> oh, poor Dan. It's when okay. this is all over, you'll be all over it. <laughs> well,
1: all three of us are on a journey to the start of season four, anyways. So by the yeah. time that season four has mm-hmm. been released, we will all be on the same page. And who knows? Knowing me, I will probably want to contribute to the wiki as the season four starts
2: yeah. airing anyway yeah. so so when we are on it um i i wanted to say just the second one she said yeah uh, she Please. she uh, did the spell using the essence of an emberback back spider
1: emberback back spider yeah. okay it's very mm-hmm. in line with the soul fang serpent
2: yeah it looked a little bit uh i don't know
0: like ember like fire embers I would like, assume. It be, yeah, yeah cuz it yeah. was it had like a little red red mark on its yeah. back. But when she squished it it was orange. Yeah, yeah. Embers are kind of orange, but yeah.
1: Jelly jelly tart. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Jelly Oh, jelly tart spider.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty.
1: D- Yannick, did you also find out what the name of the crustacean that Viren crushed in order to steal Callum's voice? Oh,
2: no, I didn't look that up that's a good point yeah mm. okay that's also interesting to know what he said
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm also curious what exactly did claudia have to kill in order to spawn these two because it just seemed like she lit this red candle extinguished the flame and then dark magic to
0: she lit the candle with also with i don't know what magic she just clicked her fingers and then um she sprinkled some stuff from a jar so maybe it was like crushed magical creature horn or something like that yeah Yeah. that makes sense yeah it wasn't clear but there was definitely some ingredients involved
1: yeah it's speaking of um not knowing about certain magical properties of the show we also, we also were introduced to her making a weird light beam from her hand. True. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that's a primal magic. Don't know if she's using her own life essence. It, it didn't really go too deep into that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit mysterious.
2: It was also funny that it went out a little bit. So it was like a torchlight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it definitely didn't seem like a dark magic, and I think that's why she didn't have such a control over it. Yeah, it seems maybe. like the dark magics are the ones that she has an aptitude for. Mm. But anytime that she's doing a primal one, it's it's kind of like you can't really mess up a primal magic because you have to draw a rune with it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, true. I found it also really interesting when she did the fulminous spell with the electricity mm-hmm. that she she drew the rune, and she was already sparking and holding yeah. the holding the primal stone but before she actually spoke the words nothing happened you know like like i found that really fascinating that like she must be really skilled to kind of hold it there in that moment yeah. uh, and there's already sparks before she said said the magic you know oh,
2: we, sh- we should go back to the to the first one she did if there was wind blowing around her when she tr- uh, threw the rune you know in the library mm-hmm.
0: yeah or well, maybe not be- maybe it's also to do with the situation because um she was also kind of afraid for Ezrin and callum's life at that moment i think she didn't trust the elf at all right so yeah. maybe because she was already full of this like passion mm-hmm. yeah. maybe it- maybe it was stronger than when she did aspero in the in the library with callum that time mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, my my hope for Claudia as a character is that she doesn't fall into the same trap trappings of her father and rely too heavily on the dark magics because I really like this character. I really like she genuinely does seem like she does the thing she does because out of the kindness of her heart, Mm. whereas I feel that her father used to be the same way. And that's kind of alluded to by the conversation the two of them have in his in his um office but for me she's still young and i have a feeling that she's not fully gone down that path and i yeah. hope i hope that it will at some point she catches up with our three protagonists and follows suit because uh, i really think that she would add an, an added dynamic and love interest for callum i mean
0: yeah cool. she's a very likable <laughs> character mm-hmm. for sure
1: Except for when she does the dark magic and gets all creepy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So creepy, Claudia. So
2: I looked it up. uh, What you uh, asked me earlier. Yeah. So Viren used the mummified paw of a singing weasel to do a silencing spell, and he said, "Echov et lads, steal
1: the voice." And again. Another mythical creature with a name that has something directly to do with the effect. True. Singing? Yeah. Singing yeah. is all about the voice. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Very cool.
2: Yeah. And Claudia said, uh, because I didn't say it, uh, she she did a dancing flame spell to, to light the, um, the torches or whatever at the grave. Mm-hmm. She said, Okay. Leaping, skipping flames.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, it kind of makes me think that it's very ad hoc, or not ad hoc, um, ad-libbed in in a way. You just have to learn how to speak backwards, mm-hmm. kind of. Because hm. it seems like the things that they're saying are the exact True. outcome that they're looking for, but they have to say them backwards. Yeah. Steal the
2: voice. Mm, it's interesting. so, obviously. No?
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Oh, that, that creepy green hand. i i I had so many flashbacks to ursula stealing ariel's voice from the little mermaid
0: Hmm.
2: the the stealing thing looked like this paw you know
0: yeah yeah of the singing weasel. it reached in reached in and took it out of his throat his voice but one thing i was just wondering now because as we know from so skipping ahead a little bit in uh chapter four uh, Rayla kind of explains the runes to Callum a little bit. Yeah. And explains the different um the sky, earth, mm-hmm. ocean magic and stuff. And um I was just wondering if dark magic also clings a little bit to the primal sources as well. Because um like you said like the the singing m- monkey or whatever it was. Uh, it's like the nature of the creature was also related to the magic they did.
1: I had this theory from episode from uh, chapter 1. Yeah. I truly don't think that dark magic is truly dark. I think it's life magic or a seventh primal magic being warped or abused
0: and being violently ripped out yeah. of yeah. magical creatures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I thought I think th- this was also said by the narrator in in the uh, introduction.
0: No. Yeah, I think we talked about it in the last yeah. uh, last podcast yeah. episode too.
1: Oh, and we finally got to see the Bantha Lodge. True,
0: we did.
1: And oh, sadly, no dirt, no dirt, uh, dirt snowman. What what did they call them? Dirt, <laughs> dirt man, dirt man.
0: <laughs> yeah. So in the second episode as well. Um, when they meet Amaya, uh, she lets them read the letter that she got from Harrow, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said at the end, the boys may wish to build a dirt man. <laughs> and oh,
1: we and
2: do es- not wish
1: to build a dirt man. We do not. Ezra es- was so, without skipping a beat, no, we don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> it's really like a, oh, dad.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of ch- uh, chapter four, We were introduced to four new characters. We finally get to meet General Amaya. Mm -hmm. And again, hitting it out of the ballpark with inclusivity, showing a character who's so powerful and this badass warrior who happens to also be deaf. That just makes me so happy to see. The only thing is I wouldn't have known about Gren Mm -hmm. Again, I wouldn't have known this unless I had watched it with subtitles on. So Mm -hmm. Gren being introduced, who also puts his own flair into interpreting for her, for, I'm assuming, their troops. Corvus as well, silent tracker guy.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We
1: did not hear him yet. No.
0: He didn't speak, no.
1: I'm I'm also really, it was really interesting, the lore building of the view the humans have over the, over the time that they've been apart with the Moonshadow Elves, assuming that they're bloodthirsty monsters that even when they get to the Bantha Lodge and Ezrin is playing with a toy that was, an, it was supposed to be a facsimile for an elf and it was this little evil-looking thing. Ugly. Yeah. Just really awful.
0: Gnarly
2: creature, yeah. Do, do you know what uh, the thing, thing was that bait spit out?
0: What did he spit yeah, out? He,
2: it, it was a wooden head or something, but I, I couldn't uh, identify it.
1: I missed that. I missed that as well.
2: Okay. he At some point, when uh, S was still playing with this, I don't know, elf, maybe, Bait was like just <laughs> and spit a <laughs> like he does. wooden thing out.
0: Maybe it was a human head.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That makes possible. It.
0: Yeah. Just a theory. True. <laughs> and we have um the best quote of the episode, I think, uh from from Amaya, when Ezrin says, We skip breakfast. <laughs> and she says, Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> and then uh goes and grabs some food out of the cupboard, which is the oldest baguette in the world. And uh the food here is And she whacks it on something. Weapons grade. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. Hilarious. (laughs) Really good. And uh, I like this kind of uh, stuff that goes on in the background while they're continuing to have conversations and things like that. And they're still talking at the table. And while Ezrin's busy trying to saw off a piece of this (laughs) weapons grade bread uh, and then bites into it and almost breaks his teeth. But I really like those uh, little details. Uh, a bit like uh, Don Rosa comics or something yeah, like that. True. There's always something true. going on yeah. in the yeah. background.
1: So I also uh, the interactions with sorry, I'm for I'm blanking on names. After Rayla gets uh, captured, and the "Say Hello to My Little Friend" reference again. <laughs> I love this back and forth, and the fact that every idea that has come to light so far from. From Ezrin has been one part absurd, one part brilliant. Yeah. This glow toed magic trick makes me so happy in the fact that Rayla is also now kind of in on the joke. Yeah. This camaraderie that is being built. And I think that's why it hurts so I think that's also why it hurts her so much when Calum gets this idea in his head to escape from the humans to continue on their quest. To say, look, Rayla's going to kill us and drink our blood if you don't let us go. And that just really, yeah, I mean, it's got to cut deep.
0: That was really, really hurtful, yeah. yeah. It was kind of sad that he uh, he didn't notice as well until she told him in the boat, hey, that that wasn't cool, you know? <laughs> um, it's like, come on, Callum. <laughs> but I guess he's got a ways to go.
1: Especially after having such a, such a heartwarming moment when they were in the woods, when she's trying to get her, her binding, um, her bindings off that have that, yeah. the one half that have, that have stayed on, which I'm going to save it again for my theory definitely has something to do with the soul thing serpent, I think. And part of, mm. you know, after kind of backtracking a bit after signaling the success to the, the dragon queen, you know only one half of your binds falling off
0: mm-hmm. but i have to point out at this point that the binding that they made was for killing the king and his son oh
1: yeah i forgot about that because yeah. the son is still alive so it's only half done okay so that yeah. changes my theory then a little bit mm-hmm. it changes it a bit
2: but speaking of uh messengers i think we intercepted something last week didn't we
1: oh, that's right a letter if i heard
2: True.
0: if yeah. i
1: heard correctly
0: Yeah, we uh, intercepted a messenger bird uh, from General Amaya to King Harrow. Dear Harrow, I received your letter and I will leave for the Bantha Lodge immediately. It will be both my honour and pleasure to take care of the boys. Take courage, my king. The Moonshadow Elves are a bloodthirsty lot, but they've never faced the likes of you and your castle guard. Until we next meet, General Amaya. P.S. A dirt man indeed? Well, if we must, but not before a hearty meal. (laughs) Very good. She's cool.
2: And this (laughs) I want to say uh, as Dan said, uh, she's really strong. She kicked down the door and four (laughs) guards had to pick the two doors up and put it in the, the, the frame again. I and also the, too. the the knife on the table, as uh, was not <laughs> able to to pick it up.
0: Yeah, she's incredibly yeah. strong, and the main weapon she seems to use is her shield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not even a sword or something. This massive shield. She
2: pinpointed Rayla with the shield to
0: the uh, wall. Yeah, crazy. And then she she knocked her out just like she punched her true, in the face yeah. Yeah. as true. well. But yeah, she when she kicks down the door, uh, she says, "I don't believe in locks <laughs> as well." <laughs> in the book of Amaya, locks don't exist. <laughs>
2: Speaking of locks, did you see the the, lo- uh, the the keys in in this box where the cube thingy was? No. So uh, uh, when when Rayla was in this room, Callum true for her which looked exactly like the room. It With did. her
1: response being, it's okay.
2: Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> she found the box and put it open and there was a thing, this cube thing in it and a lot of keys. Okay. And
1: I'm I'm still wondering.
0: Yeah, I didn't notice the keys. Yeah,
1: that uh, that uh, now that you say it, I do remember there were being a ton of keys, and it made me yeah. think, okay, first off, the whole reason that they went to the Bantha Lodge was to collect this cube with the primal symbols all over it. Yeah. And it's in a box full of keys. And it made me think, mm-hmm. first off, why did Callum know that this box existed? Why was he going to a box full of a box and a bunch of keys? Mm-hmm. There's so many questions about just the 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 setup to that to begin with and the fact that callum Mm. also casting his first spell purely from memory sketching out this entire room from memory without even stepping foot in the bantha lodge until on amara and and co show up photographic memory much wow Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: definitely it's so sad because he thinks so little of himself when Rayla like says, "Oh, you're a mage," and he's like really excited about it, but before he gets excited, he's like, "Yeah, but I'm not anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at anything. Princes are supposed to be good at this and that, and I'm not." And it's like, "Callum, look at the way you draw," and he's clearly very talented.
2: Not only drawing, but also fantasizing like this, a uh, marshmallow monster.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: true. That was really <laughs> well done. Yeah,
1: and the the uh, full circle ness of Not only having this realization of okay, the whole speech he made about princes are supposed to be good at this and this and this, and I'm not good at anything, and Rayla saying, "Shut up, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you are good at things. You've made magic," and yeah, but then also fast forward to the end of the episode, and it's kind of like a double a double-sided full circle she says to callum what well, you don't think about the things that you say and how much it hurts and then also on top of it and you don't you don't realize that you going for what she believes to be a stupid toy could have gotten them all killed which is very reminiscent of what Runan said to her
0: definitely mm-hmm. there's lots of echoing themes going through many the, layers <laughs> through the series <laughs>
2: and also speaking of photographic memory uh, when uh, Rayla drew the symbols on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. he immediately recognized it and said, Hey, that's an, on this cube thing in the Bandit Lodge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Clearly good at something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Callum's amazing. He just doesn't know but it. But I'm yet. a
1: mage!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one likes a loud mage. <laughs> oh. Oh, the script writers are just yes. great. And
2: then, sorry.
0: I'm a mage.
1: (laughs) Also, can we talk about this coup for the throne?
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Viren is just trying to fast track everything. The death of the king happens the following day. Lies to everyone and says that both of the boys have died lies to everyone and says we are at war with the moonshadow elves we need to have a coronation we need 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 very reminiscent of many forceful takeovers of different kingdoms and and such but wow
0: yeah, i like the fact that um opelli who we're introduced to uh kind of calls him on his shit yes though.
1: very much so
0: mm-hmm she uh, she says that this isn't the tradition of Catullus. Yeah. She says that they traditionally mourn fallen kings for seven sunsets, and Viren didn't even give Harrow yeah. one. Mm-hmm. It's the same night. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's the morning of the night before yeah. that they're doing this cremation. It's awful.
1: And that Opelli also refuses to light the pyre. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And the priests, or whatever they are, they all just listen mm-hmm. to her and uh they put out their yeah. torches as well immediately
2: yeah she's not trusting him at all
0: no nope.
1: she seems to be i guess a real world comparison would be something similar to like a bishop of a church
0: yeah like but without the religion maybe like yeah
1: like a non-magical advisor mm-hmm. to the king kind of uh, yeah i'm here to protect the traditions of our people to make sure that you know
0: yeah. Life uh, has a, a
1: certain quality about it. Yeah. Like
0: a cultural leader or something. Yeah. Yeah. She really seems like a little bit of a stick in the mud, but um, she's.
1: But well intentioned.
0: Yeah, definitely. But kind of uh, stur. <laughs> 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 Stubborn, but she's cool.
1: But do you guys think we're ever going to see snail armor?
0: I hope so <laughs> I love Ezrin's ideas yeah uh,
2: this would be saga. really cool Um,
0: but yeah going back to Viren uh, shortly like uh, this calling himself Lord Protector and yeah telling everybody that the princes are dead yeah. and then in in the same episode Amaya arriving and saying they're alive wow. and
1: so good mm-hmm.
0: yeah <laughs> like go Amaya um, and he was just about to have the crown put on his head right but, mm-hmm. but
2: uh, Opeli was just like should I do it should I do it ah. hesitating yeah. and she was really uh, happy that the princess are alive
1: did you see yeah. the smirk on her face yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I missed that I have to I'll have to re- re-watch it again
1: she was very happy
2: so the, the people heard the hoofs of the, the horses and she immediately put back the, the crown.
1: No, and the, the disregard for the royal family being displayed in front of the guards trying to protect mm. King Herod. And then and the when Viren asked to have the prince detained, to have Callum detained, and they say, but he's the prince.
0: Yeah. That oh, was horrible. He also, at that moment, just before he took his voice, he called him like a spoilt... Mongrel. A spoilt brat. Yeah, spoiled spoilt mongrel. Yep. And it's really like, wow, he's so bitter, you know? Yeah. Where does it come from? That it's like so much we don't know, I guess.
1: Dark magic. I'm calling it now. Dark magic. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and also, if you want to help
2: uh, your king, you don't steal the voice of someone who is just Trying
1: to help the king.
2: Yeah, exactly. Or putting an end to this war, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. And it's also dark because he's not allowing anyone to go in to see the king, right? Yeah. And so we don't know what Harrow's last words were. We don't know what happened to them at the end of that horrible conversation they were having.
1: We don't know if Harrow is dead.
0: Because we didn't see it happen, We didn't
1: see it happen. All we saw was... All we saw was um, uh, Runan shooting the—I forget the name of the.
0: Yeah, this this red arrow. Uh, the
1: red yeah. hawk arrow thing, mm. shooting it off to to say that they had succeeded. But we didn't see his his the group of five get killed. Mm. And then, you mean the other elves? Yeah, the other elves. We didn't see any of them get killed. We didn't see haro k- killed all we saw was claudia stating that oh instead of taking his life he can be used for other things which tells me again black magic coming in mm-hmm. gross <laughs> and yeah it's just <sighs>
0: no. yeah and um and also just before the cremation we see Virin talking to the to pip the bird yeah. And saying what? No song for the occasion. Mm-hmm. And the bird's just like silent. And there's it, there is this like suggestion with with the soulfang fang snake and he everything. He swapped the I souls. Could, he totally could imagine. Did. He totally yeah, did. That's my theory. The harrow is in the bird. Ooh, he totally wow. did. Okay. And this is like, I, I, I thought it myself the first time I saw it. And then um, I listened to another podcast um, called Jelly Tarts in Bed and they talk about it there as well but the more often i see it the more i think it could really be because we we just didn't see it and we we know his body died yeah. uh we know they crema- cremated him and that the magic was convinced that it was him because the ba- the bond the binding came off and stuff but, yeah, but
1: true, why true. else would he make such a sarcastic and frankly asshole remark to this bird true whom, to this point, he had no real reason to speak to.
0: Unless he's as jealous of the bird as he is, clearly, of Callum.
1: But why would he keep it alive, then? Yeah, or trapped. He could just say, oops, hmm. Moonshadow killed his bird, too. Pips gone. And
2: also he had the Thoth a serpent or whatever in front of the door uh, when he uh, took uh, the voice of uh, Callum.
0: Mm.
1: well we didn't see the serpent just yep. like we didn't see the king get killed he could have killed the serpent because clearly to do dark magic you have to kill whatever creature it is
2: yeah but he had the box in front of the door so maybe he went in later and did something yeah
0: totally. Yeah, we don't know I mean he had the serpent in the room with him the whole mm. time so I guess he just brought it back out with him again and this could all just be just a red herring you know <laughs> it's all speculation <laughs> well, it's, because Harrow was just such a nice guy you know like apart from this horrible scene we see with him and viren which is let's forget about that but like the normal harrow that we see uh, he's just such a bubbly king you know
1: yeah mm. well the uh, you're speaking about the kiss the ring moment where oh it was horrible but at the same time to be fair to come to to Herod's defense Viren just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and a lot of his regrets, circling back to our last episode, a lot of his regrets were that he doesn't like the fact that dark magic has gotten humanity in the place that it is. So yeah. when his, I guess, advisor is really pushing further and further to you know, swap your life, swap your soul. Your body will be gone, but you will be alive. It just kind of brings it back full circle to enough is enough. I'm your king. You're going to listen to me and say, yes, your highness.
0: Yeah, it makes sense completely. I understand where he's coming from, but he also, he didn't realize that Viren was actually coming into the room to offer his life for Harrow's at that point.
2: I thought this was uh, what he was planning to do. When he said uh, yeah. goodbye, Sorin, or something.
0: Yeah, and he said goodbye. He said goodbye to Claudia. Mm. Yeah, it was never explicitly said, but it was definitely what he was about to do. But then, because Harrow was so disdaining towards him, yeah, he just he,
2: he went like, "Oh, are you sure you wouldn't prefer your ho- uh, your royal highness or your esteemed inimitable uh, majesty, perhaps?" Yeah, I, it,
1: it, it, every bit of that conversation rang very true for me because i've had certain conversations like this with ex-lovers i have to say i really think that they were an item
0: (laughs) it really feels like
1: totally totally
0: and also that they had their portrait painted together Totally, (laughs)
1: and the (laughs) fact that he's like oh he's very bullheaded and stubborn but you know this is a different time and it makes me feel so. Oh, they totally had a thing. Yeah. Speaking of
2: this painting, uh, did you see that it was next to the painting with this
1: girl uh, and the sheep? I did notice that, and I, it also yeah. sat funny with me, because yeah. the more, the more that the more that I see these things, it's kind of okay. Clearly they're putting a lot of thought into each individual thing. So the keys in the box, the jelly tart handprint painting. Clearly all of these things have part yep. something to do with the lore.
0: I guess so. They just um, also designed the castle really well so you recognize the rooms they've mm-hmm. been in and things like that. It has a real sense of like you feel like you've been there True. now. Yeah. you know yeah. You know the layout, you know where things are, and Claudia uh sorry I keep saying Claudia living in Berlin <laughs> Claudia she finds the scroll that Callum lost true, right as well true. Yeah.
2: I, yeah i i want, i'm wondering what she's uh, doing with it
1: and i'm also wondering what's in it yeah, yeah, yeah true it's clearly a, it's clearly a keys to the kingdom kind of letter mm-hmm. i'm sure and the uh, i love you you are my son regardless mm-hmm. of step or not it has to be something like that. He was such a softy. Yeah. Or a kind oh. man. Definitely. Complex but kind.
0: Yeah, and I've I've been taking the synopsis from Wikipedia and I've been changing it then. Um mm-hmm. and one of the things I've been changing is whenever they say the stepson or whatever I just take it away because it's like he's not a stepson. <laughs> he he feels like he's his real son. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. like these distinctions are very
1: And I'm sorry, but was Wikipedia written by (laughs) Soren
0: Or Viren. Soren or Viren? Because
1: both of them just love saying, yes, step prince. Yes, step. Being a stepson myself, it's, I wouldn't say triggering, but in a way triggering. The man is his dad. It's his dad. Stop saying step dad. And
2: Thanks to Claudia, we know now that jelly tarts contain uh, persimmon.
0: Persimmon, yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: yeah, Yeah. persimmon. And that
0: she doesn't like persimmon. (laughs) Yeah,
2: true.
1: There's multiple there's multiple references to food in these episodes. The hot brown uh, morning potion clearly (laughs) being a reference to coffee, (laughs) which is delicious. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and the moonberry juice, which. Yeah, true. Callum and mm-hmm. Ezrin both assume was blood. Yeah. Or rather, Callum assumed was blood. I don't think that Ezran would think that uh, that uh, Rayla would give him a, a vial of of blood to drink.
0: Definitely not. Ezrin was grabbing, reaching yeah. for it straight away. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. We also mentioned or Dan mentioned uh, this arrow, mm-hmm. uh, this red arrow thing or bird thing, and someone said I think it was Runan. I can't remember how he said it, but he said something like uh, Regina Draconis. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what this means?
1: It's something dragon.
0: Queen of the dragons?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's Latin for queen, uh, queen of the dragons.
1: Yeah. Or the dragon queen.
0: Mm-hmm. So we know there's a dragon queen.
1: Well, they they announced the dragon queen in chapter one.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, chapter one, because they 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 we don't know exactly what her name is. Mm-hmm. We know that the, her the king was Thunder, or at least the humans called him Thunder. I'm sure he had a mm-hmm. different name. <laughs> I think in Zadia, his name is probably something wildly different,
0: something fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Esrin also, Esrin also says that the egg wants its mother.
1: Yeah. And that he feels that he's okay inside. Hmm. Although I have to say, it's quite interesting that they don't gender. They don't gender what's inside of the egg. They keep calling it a prince, but they make a point that anytime that they're directly speaking about the egg, they say it.
0: But they did. Um, yeah, they're talking about it, the egg. But Ezrin does say he about does he? Okay. him in the egg as well. I miss that. Hmm. So, Yannick, do you have some jelly tarts for us this week?
2: Yes. I have some for you.
1: Good. I watched the episodes three times, so game on.
2: <laughs> okay, I have, for example, or as I like to call it, the crown, hour, crown o'clock. Thank you. That will be all.
1: <laughs> Easy, Soren.
2: Yeah. But also Viren, who is like... Saying, thank you, that will be all. Yeah. Like uh, like he's speaking to a servant or something. <laughs>
1: Not uh, with his son.
0: Poor Soren.
1: Yeah. Being from the US, Soren is the archetype of so many people from my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> like the step prince. Yeah. Oh.
0: Lord Steppington. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Well-intentioned, but kind of. Oh, how do I even say that? Yeah, <laughs> kind of, kind of an idiot, but lovable. <laughs> lovable He's lovable. Idiot. Yeah, yeah. Next one.
2: <laughs> Unbind yourself. Unbind die yourself. Unbindo. <laughs> Don't judge me. So what? I'm talking to my ribbon thing. How's it any worse than talking to a, uh, whatever it is you are.
0: Yeah, Rayla talking to Bait. <laughs> and yeah. this ends up in them having a staring competition. <laughs> <and> <laughs> which only ends yeah. because Bate licks his eyeball without blinking.
2: <laughs> True. And I think he also uh, changed colors. He did. And this uh, this Ein Bein, do reminded me of a little bit of Lord of Rings when Gandalf was in front of this uh, big, huge door in Moria. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was like, how do I open this stupid door? Come on. Definitely. Speak friend
0: and enter or something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speak friend and enter. <laughs> it's a riddle. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Tangent.
2: Okay. Uh, I think it was the last one because uh, the other was uh, we already mentioned. That's how I always say, heavily armed human troops.
1: (laughs) Callum, when speaking to, when answering, when answering uh, General Amaya, why she keeps asking him, why do you keep saying this weird?
0: (laughs) You know, raising your voice doesn't help.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She she
2: could uh, see that he was raising his uh, voice, actually. Mm -hmm. This is this is also yeah well, kind of cool.
1: Deafness comes differently to to many people, and if uh, with certain forms of deafness, um, if you raise your voice so that you feel vibrations, and that's how you know if there's something audible happening. So if you were to raise mm-hmm. your voice, the vibration would get stronger.
2: Mm. Okay, okay, yeah, I see. But she she's not she's really deaf because uh, she said yeah. You know that this doesn't help to raise your voice. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was reading a little bit. Um, I'll have to post the post the link to the article that when they were when they were writing Amaya as a character, they actually did lots of interviews with people with hearing problems and uh, Facebook groups, and did lots of research into it before they. Before they wrote the character as well, so th- I think that that's part of it that they probably brought into it from from their research as well. And I mean, she's also a really good lip reader, um, yeah. so I think she can also see mm. from the movement somebody's making uh, if they're like shouting or if they're just speaking normally.
2: Mm. Okay, true.
0: Yeah, it was a nice article. I'll uh, I'll post it with the podcast.
2: Cool. So I also wanted to talk about the intros and the outros. And maybe, so there's one thing, uh, the four fingers of Rayla. <laughs> so she said something about uh, her fingers, or uh, one finger missing because of her knives to the, to the uh, soldiers yeah. or the guards. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know that uh, elves have four
1: fingers, right? I don't think they did based on how they reacted.
0: Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah.
1: They also... Assume that they drink blood, so it doesn't shock me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true, true.
0: But I loved that though when the the soldier was holding her knife, and then it suddenly just like <laughs> yeah. um bounced open, <laughs> <laughs> like sprung open. <laughs>
2: so a lot of cliches surrounding
0: the. Elves. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing just to say when we're talking about weapons. So last week we already mentioned how cool Rayla's knives are. Mm-hmm. But in the in chapter three we saw runan's uh bow which is even more amazing uh, <laughs> his bow uh splits into two two swords or two knives as well and he just pops it back together again and just like really fast and amazing just another little thing we noticed there
2: and it's glowing
0: yeah, yeah. their their weapons l- and their clothes and everything kind of goes invisible when yeah. they're in there moon shadow mode true yeah
1: and to me I was confused a bit when the moon became full and they all turned that beautiful purple greenish color were they completely invisible to the humans Uh,
0: not completely
1: but it just made it more difficult for them to see them Yeah. kind of a a, a, a slightly opaque
0: yeah Mm -hmm. like you wouldn't see them out of the corner of your eye yeah. I think, but if you're looking at them directly,
1: or if they were moving,
0: them. yeah,
1: yeah. Any more jelly tarts?
2: Uh, I just have the outros, yeah. okay. And maybe if you're on it, uh, because of this title, so we did say already Moonrise, mm-hmm. this was the title of the uh, uh, third chapter. So, when the moon rose over the castle. Very big. Uh, The elves got. Rainbow powerful and opaque. So and. uh, The the fourth one. We already also mentioned. The bloodthirsty monster. But she doesn't want to be. Bloodthirsty.
0: And she's not bloodthirsty right? Yeah
2: exactly.
1: And she doesn't want to be perceived as bloodthirsty. Especially when. Going to get. Sad prince's cube.
0: (laughs) true yeah
1: or or as i ever as i dubbed it the uh primal source compass, primal source
0: <laughs> compass yeah yeah it'd be inter- interesting to see what comes of that so you wanted to talk about the the outro uh sketches right janik
2: yeah true so netflix doesn't want to let me see mm-hmm. them so i have to always press no i want to watch the credits and in chapters three, we see uh, first in the first picture, so it's always um just dark paint or black paint uh, or or like um, with a I don't know
0: mm-hmm, with a pencil or mm-hmm. with charcoal or something.
2: yeah, exactly on a on a piece of paper. So the first picture shows S playing with a small puppet in the stature of bait. Uh, who is lying on top of a bigger puppet version of himself, lying on an even bigger <laughs> one? So, this is really cute. Uh, so, the, the statues or whatever, they are all just like stuffed animals or, or teddy bears or something. Then, on the second picture, we see a very full, probably of jelly tarts, and uh, satisfied looking bait lying on his back with his paws or claws on his belly. <laughs> Really cute. Uh, Then we see Claudia holding a book in front of an old, like, gothic-shaped window uh, overgrown by three trees or bushes. And a very big pip on bait, sitting on (laughs) bait. Runan with a younger Rayla who is playing with some sticks. I think it was, like, knives. So, so she imagined she was holding knives instead of the sticks. And the last picture is soaring, doing uh, push-ups or just holding a blank pose. <laughs> so this was uh, the ch- outros for the uh, third chapter and the fourth had also some nice outros. The first one shows a younger ass sitting on the shoulders of Amaya she's a little bit manly looking in my impression, I don't know and trying to catch a butterfly uh, because they're surrounded by them and Callum stands next to them and has one uh, has a bat- butterfly on his head but uh, he's just thinking with a pen at his mouth and a book in his hands and doesn't reco- uh, he doesn't you know, feel the butterfly on his head at all the next one is just Bait and S uh, are sleeping next to each other, like lying on the floor. Then we see S, Callum and King Harrow on a sled sliding down a hill, a snowy hill, uh, all with a big grin o- on their faces.
0: That's really cute.
2: But Bait is in front of them. Uh, Bait is in front of S and he's looking like the most uninterested creature I've ever saw. <laughs> Um, then we see Rayla's hair uh, pinned by an arrow to a tree and leaves are falling down and we see sleepy looking Riven in his morning robe uh, is getting hot brown morning potion by Claudia and this is interesting because he's holding a wooden cup with a rune on it but I couldn't Mm. identify the rune so maybe we will see this again
0: I noticed that as well, and that he looks the happiest we've ever seen him.
2: Ah, I thought he was sleepy.
0: Happy and sleepy. He's he's got like a bed head, Yeah. but he has a big smile on his face. True, true.
1: I mean, coffee does that for me. Oh, I'm sorry. Hot brown morning potion does that for me, too. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and the last one is just a dream of S, because he's riding on a giant, maybe pink, Hippopotamus, through the night because we see um, the night sky because we see stars and clouds while eating his ear <laughs> yeah really
0: cute because it's made out of taffy yeah and fluffy thank you Yannick
2: yeah thank you for listening
0: okay
1: so I think we're good yeah <laughs> another ep- uh, Another episode for the books yes Ooh. I just wanted to go ahead and um, let all of our listeners know a quick reminder we do uh, we are now on uh, Twitter so if you're interested in following us it's at from the breach
2: we also have a website by now yeah newsfromthebreach.com
0: yeah wow
2: <laughs> We can also download the episode and see the show notes and everything
0: So, we've been News from the Breach. Thanks for listening, and we'll speak to you again next week. (laughs) Bye for now. Bye. Bye.